Welcome to Oktoberfest 2019. And we are live. Welcome back to the Project X podcast. Hey, you got it right that time. <laughs> I got it that time. Only took twice. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, Alan Smith. I'm, I'm here along with... Big Dave. That's right. And this is episode number 11. We are in Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. So, yes, this, is, this will be our second episode of Oktoberfest. Past the pretzels. That's right. And so, this episode, we are going to be talking about songs from horror movies. Dave and I have both gone our separate ways, kind of, and thought about this kind of stuff. And Dave made a list of five, and I made a list of five. And quite honestly, we're not sure if we have the same ones or not, although... And I may deviate from my list because there's yeah. so much good stuff. There, there. there really is. And, and, I, and it's funny because before we started recording, I said something about like, you know what would be a good number six? And then Dave, like I said it, and Dave was like, uh, You shut yeah. your mouth. You <laughs> shut like, your okay. mouth. That one's mine. So that one's on his list. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to start or do you want me to yeah, start? Go ahead. I'll let you start. All right. I'm going to start with a song from the soundtrack of The Lost Boys. Oh, good movie. Yes, great soundtrack, okay? And I'm not going to go with one you probably think I'm going to go with. Okay. I am going with Good Times by NXS no, and Jimmy totally, Barnes. That's totally the one I would have gone with. Mary, Mary, Most people would either go or gone with uh, "Cry Little Sister," stereotypical, or um, um, "Sailing to the Night." Okay, you know, or "Lost in the Shadows." It's the name of it. it's the Lou, uh, Lou um, yeah uh, Graham, or or the um, Echo and the Bunnymen. Yeah, but I'm going with "Good Times" because I I love this song because it's really just a good rock and roll song. I love In Excess. I'm I do not too. Lie. And of course, Jimmy Barnes sings with them. Who was yeah. he was a Australian pop singer, you know that that they brought in for this track, and he's the one that's doing all the, like the real like, you know the 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 soul singing that's yeah. on this thing. You know, not Michael Hutchinson. Not Michael. Yeah, Michael Hutchinson was a great singer. You know, <laughs> and he had he had a style, but this yeah. guy is like a soul singer. Oh yeah. You know, so uh, but yeah, that uh, that sounds like I said that whole soundtrack. I'll be honest, I loved the Lost Boys when it came out. Oh back yeah, in, back Absolutely. in the day. I don't love it so much these days. I, I don't care. It's it's a nostalgia thing for me. It very much so I is. I love that movie. Yeah, and it's one of those things. I think the movie itself holds up really well. We can Even go watch it right now if you want. To. <laughs> I think the movie and the story itself holds up really well. The special effects no, are pretty the, terrible. The, the special effects are definitely right. going to be aged in the eighties. Yes, yes, and weird. also the fact that it it became such a a, a 
I guess like a cultural touchstone of its own. Like, oh, where it's yeah. one of those things where like people are like, "Oh yeah, the Lost Boys are so great. It'd be awesome to be a vampire." Blah 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 blah. blah. And it's like, yeah, I get it. But the thing is, it's everybody like, wanted to be Kiefer. Everybody Kiefer wanted Sol- to be yeah. Kiefer. Well, you know, Alex Winter was in this movie. Yeah, he was that's one true. of you know. Um, and of course, you have Jason Patrick and, and oh, the yeah. Corys, which it's the best Corys the movie. Frog yeah. Brothers. yeah, exactly. You know, so Anna Jamie Gertz, don't forget her. You know, oh, oh yeah, how could how could you? Yeah, but it, it, it's it is a really good movie. Um, like I said, it, it hasn't aged well. You no. know, like some of this, but the thing, but the thing is, overall. It's a good, oh, you know what else was on that soundtrack that we forgot about? The cover of People Are Strange. Yeah, Echo and the Bunnymen. The, the, was that Echo and the Bunnymen that did Echo that? And the okay, Bunnymen. so I didn't realize it was them that did that. I, th- I thought they had a different song I'm, on there. I'm almost positive. Okay, could be. Anyway. We double check. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, and again, I'm not a big Doors fan, but I think that cover is actually really you good. So mouth. I'm sorry. I just did, Not I, a big Doors. I, I expect not, that out of somebody saying that about the Beatles, but the I'm Doors? Not a big Beatles. Well, I like the Beatles. But that's a whole other. I, I like. We could spend a whole. No, we could spend a whole gonna, podcast we're not go about into the Beatles. We could. Get, we could spend a whole podcast on bands that everybody loves that I don't. So. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm hot and cold on the Beatles. One day yeah. I like them, the yeah. next day I'm like, oh, please turn that off. Yeah, but, but that's, I, that's, I, I, that's, that's, needless to say, we're not going to be talking about the Beatles on this because of you know they're not on any of these. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I've got the Magic Witch box. Okay, I'm I know you're to trying to figure out. I'm I'm almost sure that the the cover of the door song was Echo and the Bunnymen. Was it? Was it? Tick yes, it was. It was. I okay. was I was correct. Okay. It was so a Echo who, and the Bunnymen cover. Who who did the cover of Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me? That, that was, was on that there was also. Roger Daltrey. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. That was Roger Daltrey. Huh. Okay. So I still like the Elton John version better. But actually, I like the Elton John and. Um, George Michael version. Oh, yeah. Better, that, that live version yeah. that they did. Anyway, so that's my number one. Dave, what is your number one? Uh, I'm, I went in a direction that I don't think you expected me to go. Okay. I was expecting a lot of metal from you. There is quite a bit of metal. Okay. But my my first one right off the bat is um, Pet Cemetery by the Ramones. Damn it. Death is on the rail, and not when the cold wind blows. No one cares. Oh yeah, or, you know, it's like a crap. And, and the thing is, is if somebody does a really crappy cover oh, of Pet terrible. Cemetery, and, no. and it's like, no, you have to use the Ramones version of it because it is impeccable. It is yeah. amazing, and I cannot believe you stole that one of all of the songs <laughs> I have on my list. That's the one that you stole. That's so. It's <laughs> I'm sorry. I also love the Ramones. I, I also love the Ramones very much, and that that one that's very like ingrained in my memory mm-hmm. as a kid mm-hmm. when that movie came mm-hmm. out and there's the Ramones doing I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. I mean that's it's poetry, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. I love I, I didn't mean to steal one of yours. Uh-huh. Even after I gave you crap about one of mine, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I got you. No, it's fine. You it's can fine. have the other one back if you want to. It's your turn. 
No, I don't want that. No, because I have something else on that one. Okay. All right. My number two. Yeah. Is a. Uh, I'm gonna go with he's back. The man behind the mask. Ooh. He's back. perfect sense and it's Alice Cooper I mean come on if you're gonna have a horror you know a, a song in a horror movie it's gonna be Alice Cooper or Ozzy or something you know it's gonna be one of those types so so yeah that's my number two he's back the man behind the mask all right Dave nice what is your number two well that's hold on here I, I'm this is the one that we kind of squabbled over okay because it's from the movie Shocker Mm-hmm. that you were talking mm-hmm. about and it's Megadeth doing a copy of No More Mr. Nice Guy yeah, which is Alice Cooper song which right? is Alice Cooper <laughs> which makes the song double metal seems to uh i seem to remember it being good i don't know i mean it, that's that's basically what i've got i seem to remember it being good yeah and i enjoyed it but i don't know like i said i haven't seen it in a lot of years that came out it what 89 90 91 90 it does not hold up it doesn't nah. okay so unfortunately okay they only made one of them so there's no franchise there so it, it does not hold up okay uh, so I guess we're back to me now, huh? Well, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I have to go back to the drawing board because you stole one of my freaking... I, I stole all your songs? Do you <laughs> you want me stole to go, one you, of my songs, no. You may go ahead and do... No, I got... I'm good. Okay, okay, so I'm a two... Okay, here's my third one. Let me see if you know that this is this is a deep cut, man. Oh, okay. Love Kills by the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. And I love you too It's on the Nightmare on Elm Street 4 soundtrack, The Dream Master. Okay. Uh, Vinnie Vincent was a member of KISS. Yes. Okay, but here's the thing. The bass player was Dana Strum. Okay. And the lead singer of the Vinnie Vincent Invasion was Mark Slaughter. Oh, 
Oh, that's so right. So Slaughter I had, I had, wound up being coming out of this band. Like yeah. the, the, the two of them went on. Him and Dana Strom were both in Slaughter. I had actually know? forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. But this is it's kind of a ballady thing. It's going to keep me up all night. <laughs> but it's fun because this this is one of those songs you go back and listen to it and and like you go watch the music video because it's on YouTube. Yeah. There's like clips from the movie and it, you know, and all that kind of stuff and and it's nice. always fun to see that type of stuff where it's like, "Oh yeah, that that song was in, you know, blah. and yeah. I'll be the reason that I know this song they did an hour long uh, like on MTV they had Robert England dressed in full Freddy garb oh, nice doing like hosting an hour of videos oh he he was a psychopathic VJ yeah pretty much you know like he was doing you know, of course he's doing all his puns so you know, did that kind anybody of stuff. could anybody tell the difference between yeah. him and Martha Stewart so at that he point? was he was doing his you know he's doing his thing they were showing like like they, they were showing regular stuff like you know Mark at the Moon or, yeah. or Alice Cooper's uh, Welcome to My Nightmare or any number of those oh, was types he hosting of, like uh, Headbangers Ball or something no it was just no this was like a special like oh really you know promotional thing okay. but, and they, of course they showed you know Dawkins Dream Warriors <laughs> you know which I know is going to come up on your list in a minute oh yeah um but I remember them premiering the video on that for it, for Love Kills. Nice. And so that was, uh, yeah, I remember that, and that was from, like, what, 88 or something like that, 88. 80, yeah, 88, I was in high school, I think. I was, like, just starting high school or something, so, yeah. Can I just say I miss MTV when they played music videos, and I especially miss Headbangers Ball? Uh, you know, Headbangers Ball came back. No, it didn't. Yeah, okay, not... There, that version of Headbangers Ball is never kind. It was new, it was new, whatever the newest metal is. You know, it's like. So yeah, that's where I am. My, my number three, Love Kills by the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. All right, Dave. Great band. Yes. What is your number three? Um, mine. I'm going back a little bit. Um, 1986. Stephen King came out with a little movie called Maximum Overdrive. Yes. Yes, it is. He wrote and directed the movie yes, as he well did. and it's and even he says it's terrible <laughs> you know but what's funny is that of course he was so high on cocaine he doesn't even remember doing it so I mean um, so that's how he was able to put out all those books during the 80s I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah there's actually there are people that have recreated the semi-truck okay from Maximum oh yeah it's got the Green Goblin right which is something you would never see in a movie these days. No. At all, because it's a Marvel property, you know, and of course Sony has it, it you know, locked up on the movie oh, stuff yeah. as well with, with all that stuff. It is one of those that uh, last year at a, a local art house theater yeah. here, they were doing midnight movies and they showed Maximum Overdrive and I went and saw it. Oh, it, it's a great movie. It was great to see in the theater. You know, I don't I do not do a lot of revival stuff like that, you know, where I'll go and see stuff because it's like I've seen it, you know, whatever. It's something about seeing it on the big screen. Yeah, though. but that was kind of nice because it, this was an old film print. No, it was at Belcourt. Oh, Belcourt. Belcourt yeah. This was this was an old film print as well. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that that's what was so really nice about it. So you had the original it. feel and everything. Yeah, you know, it had all the, so, you know, the beeps and you know all the little the screen, you know, the film and everything. Stephen King actually reached out to ACDC mm-hmm. to score the movie. Right. And they they took it up and Basically, the entire Who Made Who album is the soundtrack for yeah, Maximum Yeah, it is. Overdrive. It is. Yeah, yeah. And there's actually two songs off of that album that that I kind of have to tie together. Mm-hmm. It's Who Made Who. Who Made Who, which is a great song. Which is a great, great song. song. Yeah. But then there's a lesser known track that's actually like older ACDC called right. Ride On. Right. That's why I'm lonely. 
to the road I'm in the air One of these days And it's the type of song that Well, this type of night Summer Yes Hot but not humid Mm -hmm. Windows down Cruising down the road And like blasting that song out of the windows Nice It's just Those two songs You gotta put them together Nice, nice yeah, that's and that's and like you were saying before, um, who made who the album? It's the soundtrack, but yeah. it's also kind of a best of. Like, it, yeah, it's a best. It's of. a kind of yeah because yeah. there's songs on there that like you may not recognize as it, it's much. Got some, it's got some, but it does have who made who. It's got for those about to rock. I think you shook me all night long is on that also. Uh, maybe maybe I don't, I don't know. Remember. I can't remember exactly. So yeah, anyways, great, great. Great, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. uh Who made who is such a good song. I love that, that, song. that whole that whole album, album is good. That, there's, a, there is an entire summer of when I was living in Illinois that that album stayed in the cassette player mm-hmm. all the time, and it was basically that. And we sold our souls for rock and roll. Oh, for that's Black a good Sabbath. one too. Yeah. And oh, there was another one. It may have been Beastie Boys. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, licensed to ill. Well, but. you know, it's funny you bring up Beastie Boys, so I'm going to my number four now. Okay. It's not yeah, Beastie Boys, but it is hip-hop. All right. The Fat Boys. Are you ready for Freddy? I didn't want to put it. I didn't want to have like two Nightmare on Elm Street ones on here. But I. But after you stole my, well, my other one. Well, the thing one, about it is, is that Nightmare on Elm Street had always had a good soundtrack. It did. To it. Anyways, this was on two or three. No, it's five. I think it is. I think it's. Really? The, I think it's. The, I think it's five. It's is either that deep. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, it was on. It was on. It was also on their album Coming Back Hard, um, which uh, was like late late 80s you know after they had kind of fallen out yeah. of favor and they were coming back but yeah are you ready for freddie i think it's i think it's five if i'm not mistaken i may have to look that up okay so but, since, since you're doing that i'm gonna do an honorable mention okay and, and that's the fresh prince and dj jazzy Jeff. but you know what that's not that's not in any horror movie no that's why that's know, why i'm making it an honorable mention but nightmare on my street yes is hysteric is hysterical and robert england showed up in the video no he didn't are you sure about I'm that? I'm positive. The video doesn't even have Freddy, anybody <laughs> that even looks like Freddie because they got sued over that. The video for that only just recently surfaced in the last few years. Like, they made a video, and they got sued because of the voice. Like, it was actually Will Smith's voice that they synthesized uh, to make the Freddie voice. So you knew more about it than but I But it sounded so much like it yeah. that they sued. And then also with them sampling the, the you know, the dun, 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 yeah. dun, they got sued for not getting permission to do that as well. So they made this video. And it's it's really worth a look to go and check out the I'm video because it's very it. you know anyway that's a whole other um, yeah um, let me see what soundtrack that was on I don't know. Like I, I think it's I think it's five uh, it's four no that can't be right no, that can't be right come on it says that's what it says it might be 
Who knows? I don't know. It says four. I, it, it's one of the. Yeah, it may be four. It may. So I, I guess I, I I did two off the same soundtrack. So, <laughs> hey. but yeah, it's it's very. It's actually a very good song. Robert England does appear in that vi- in that video as Freddie. Yeah. You know, um, as well as having some some songs. So, anyways, are you ready for Freddie for the Fat Boys? That's my number four. Dave, what is your number well, five? Since we're doing a Nightmare on Elm Street theme I know. here in the middle of it, and I'm going with Dream Warriors from Dokken. course it was one that i originally had on mine because i was like but yeah. i was like ah, i'll put it on here i'm pretty sure that dave's gonna have well, it on you his, know what a big fan of Doc i know i know so. and that that song and that video and you know george lynch has got that that guitar that's like all the skulls oh, like the yeah. bones you know and everything it's just such a cool but for the late the mid 80s it's such a cool aesthetic back for all for of that attack. yeah it was on back and, for the attack and it wasn't and, even he didn't even have the. It was for the first single off of that album. I can't remember what the first single was, but it wasn't tied to the movie at all. Right. Um, but it. That's the um, back for the attack is also the same album that had Mr. Scary on. Yes. It, which is that amazing George Lynch solo. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, my buddy Mark Enoch for my birthday. He had his license. I didn't. He took me to Walmart and was like, hey, "I'm looking for some music. Pick something out that you like. You know. You know. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it." We get to the car, and he hands me the cassette and goes, Happy birthday. Oh, nice. I was like, I just picked out my own cassette tape. Nice. And it was docking back for the attack. It was awesome. Awesome. Thanks, awesome. Mark. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready for my, my number five? Um, I'm just I'm, I'm going to throw a pitch out there because uh, George Lynch is actually back in action again with Doug with, Pinnock of oh, King's okay. X. Okay, so he's not. Ray Lutzier of Corn, uh, and they've got a band called KXM. Okay. And they're putting out, I think it's their third or fourth album already. Oh, wow. Okay, so I had no idea. And it's, if you haven't checked out KXM yet, you really should. Yeah. I know George Lynch was one of those, like, he was like a really good guitar player. but him was. Him still and, well, he is. still is, but him and Don Dockin could not get along for anything. So Nobody can get along with Don Dockin. I know. It's, there, there are a it's, lot of stories about that. It's so. impossible. Yeah. I mean, I love the band. I love the music. I went to go see him live, and yep. I walked away going, I don't like Don Dockin. <laughs> Pretty much. Sorry, Don. Okay. You're kind of a drunken jerk. Here we go. Number five. Number five. My number five. Okay. This song is not on the actual soundtrack. Okay. But yep. it is used in the movie four or five times. Like, it plays a bunch of times throughout the movie. Okay. It's from a movie called The Curse of Michael Myers, which was the sixth installment in, and it's a bad one, okay? It's a bad movie. I think you're understating how bad okay. it is. But this song is amazing. Okay. It is Brother Kane with And Fool Shine On. Not like a horror 
particular song or anything. And it's not even about the movie or that kind of stuff. But it has this darkness to it. Brother Kane is just a killer band. Yes, to- yes. I- Guys, if you're listening, please be listening. Please be. I a love band, Brother Kane. A band, you know, we did an episode earlier about bands that never broke big. Yeah, that should have been They on the probably list. should have been yeah. on there because they had two good albums. And I, just, I know when I was on the college station up here, I played the absolute fool out of know, their albums. I know, and they, uh, uh, but yeah, and Fools Shine On is just such a good song, yeah. and and like I said, it, it just it's got a darkness to it, and you can almost feel fall in the song. Well, that you know with those first two albums, that I know, was almost the entire I know, first two albums. I know, of Brother and, Kane. So, but yeah, that that's my number five. I mean, we could probably do another list of, of song if we if we really I, dug into it, you know. Uh, but you know, this is uh, like we were saying, we're gonna we're gonna try to do some, you know, like double. We're gonna try to do two um, two podcasts a week throughout October, and so this one is gonna be shorter than the rest of them, but. Part of that is like it's more of a supplemental, like oh yeah, and you get this bonus. <laughs> so because okay. we're sitting so, right around half an hour. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, mm. but in September of '98, okay, D. Snyder decided he wanted to be. In oh, he did Strange Land. Strange Land. Yeah, yeah. Which actually was a totally solid heavy metal album. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about Seven Dust, Megadeth, Pantera, Anthrax, Snot, Day in the Life, Cold Chamber, Bile, Marilyn Manson, Soulfly, Head. In that movie. Oh, you've even got it on VHS. It's the only way I could find it. Yeah. Do you know how jealous I am I right now? So. It is a terribly fun, terrible movie to watch. It is a very terribly fun, terrible um, movie to watch. So. System of Down, Nashville Pussy, Crisis, Twisted Sister. Um, but the one that I'm going to have to go with off of this soundtrack is Sweet Tooth by Marilyn Manson. podcast in and of itself of um of 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 a band that i really at one time in my life loved and still like a lot of their stuff but he just went so far off the rails at some point that i'm like i'm and i'm done yes yeah. <laughs> so. yeah eventually you take the the shock rock thing too exactly far, exactly which alice never did no, Alice took it right to the right edge. Right to the edge. And said, okay, that's enough. Yeah, and, and he because the thing with Alice Cooper is that you knew that when Alice Cooper left the stage, he wasn't Alice Cooper anymore. He was Vincent Fernier. Yeah, again, you know. Whereas Marilyn Manson wanted to live the gimmick always. Oh yeah, and always. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of one of those things that we found out with Ozzy that when he leaves the stage, he's dad. <laughs> you know, that was that was the Osbournes put all that together. Exactly. Sean! Exactly. You know, and so it's just uh, you do you have to leave the stage and I and can't, I can't find my oatmeal. <laughs> Where's my oatmeal, Shad? 
<laughs> so, anyways, that was our uh, our ten. No, I've, 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 no, we're yeah, we're, we're getting to the end of this one. Yeah, so we'll come to back. The end, but we'll, I got I got one more. What's one more? I got one more? One more. One more. Um, Dave always with the one more thing. I don't, so. I don't care. It, <laughs> there's a little movie called Judgment Night. Oh yeah, I'm kind of surprised you didn't put anything on this. Well, so. Judgment Night, which is not a horror movie. Not really. No, it's not at all. But it kind of it, it's. It got stuck with the genre, though. I get. It, I don't it, know. It's more of it's an act. Went, it's more of a just a, a thriller than anything. Every you know? time I went to go re, to rent it at Blockbuster or well, Hollywood, that right there or would wherever, tell you because they half the time didn't put stuff in the right. Well, it didn't matter what movie rental place I went to. It was in the horror movie section. Okay. But Judgment Day had this Judgment we, Night. Judgment Night. Sorry. <laughs> Judgment Day is a completely different thing. Get to the chopper. Huh. Um, it's got this neat thing where they did um, crossovers between metal right. bands and hip hop acts. Right, and this is in the early '90s, like '93-ish, yeah. somewhere I, in there. I think I think Anthrax and um, Public Enemy had, had already done, done Bring right, the Noise right. together. And that was in that was in '90, '90. I yeah. think it was. Yeah, it was either '90 so. or '91. And but every song on here is a band and a hip hop act. And my favorite off of it, while all the songs are good, my favorite off of it, because I'm such a big Helmet fan, was the House of Pain Helmet um, combo with Just Another Victim. It came out in 93. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, you're a great, yeah. yeah. Okay. I do remember that. My my favorite track on that was uh, you like the faith no more. The faith no more in the booyah try with yeah. another body murder. I love that song. So yeah, um, believe it or not, there's actually a really killer track on here between Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill. Yeah, you were playing that earlier, and I forgot how good it was. That that goes to show that Pearl Jam is awesome without Eddie Vedder. Without Eddie Vedder. <laughs> And you can go back and listen to our bands and never made it big to hear all that. So, <laughs> Anyways, so I am Alan Smith. I'm the fat man, Big Dave. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>